Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature, featuring Whole World Improv Theater, our regular segment in which we construct feature stories around improvised performances from Whole World Improvisers. This week's feature takes a look at President Trump's rally in Tulsa. This segment was recorded before the actual rally took place, so while we had no way of knowing that the million-ticket rally would only be attended by 4,000 people, we would like to begin by acknowledging how funny that is. Now that we've addressed that elephant in the room, we can look at the many other elephants Trump tried to cram into what he hoped would be a crowded room during a pandemic. This coronavirus was released because the Democratic left did not want Trump re-elected. Elephants, such as the pandemic itself. Where does corona come from? Yes, it's God telling us that we're doing wrong. And unless we start doing right, who knows what's coming next? My name is uh, Representative Scott Taylor, and uh, I am running for the Democratic nomination for Oklahoma's uh, first district. See, I have a, a campaign slogan that says, if you want to last, you must wear a mask. Oh, I'm not gonna wear a mask. I mean, they don't look good. COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, 22, and 23 are all on the horizon unless we fix this now. And conspiracy theories related to the virus. Did you notice this happened in a re-election year? They're trying to make the man look bad. They're trying to kill off his voters in particular. Mixed with the Trump campaign's own defenses of how President Trump handled the virus, the great job the president has done over the last few months to personally eradicate the COVID-19 virus, it was done through his toughness and his force of will. Led to a mass gathering of people who are so ignorant about the virus. If I get a coronavirus, my chances of survival are good. I would say 75% of those people will not survive by the end of this year, unless they wear a mask. I didn't get tested, but I had the sniffles for about a week, and they say that that's what it really is. Okay, uh, I have to be honest, I run on the platform of honesty and truth. Um, me saying that 75% of the people that up and not wear masks will end up dying by the end of this year, it may be a little bit of political hyperbole. I threw that out there, when I'm on the news for being part of the rally, I want people to know it was me. I want some documentation that it was me. Let me throw this out there to the young people who feel that they're invincible and that uh, COVID-19 will not take them down. Yes, it may not take you down, but it will take down everyone you love, your mother, your father, your grandparents. I have been all up in the COVID in my house, and I'm ready to get out. That the Trump campaign forced attendees to sign a waiver releasing the president from taking responsibility if the attendees should contract COVID while at the indoor rally. There's one way to look at this waiver. 
which is one way to call it. It's a piece of paper. That's another way to call it, you know, or it's just something inside. That's another way to call it. But you know what else is on that piece of paper too? The Trump campaign is not responsible for you falling over. It's not responsible for you falling from the second uh, tier. That one turned out to be irrelevant. It's not responsible for uh, you slipping in front of a hot dog stand. It's not responsible for late fees due to parking. But coronavirus and the Trump-led American lack of resolve for fighting it. <clears throat> when God told Noah to build an ark, Noah didn't say, oh, well, you know, an ark makes me look bad. I'm not going to build an ark or I'm not going to build the ark because it hasn't started raining yet. Well, the president just isn't responsible for a lot of things. Is the president responsible for the weather? No, he's not responsible for the weather. <clears throat> Is there, the president responsible for the tides? No, the president isn't responsible for the tides. <clears throat> Is the president responsible for your shoelaces? No, the president can't be responsible for your shoelaces. <clears throat> what the liberal media focuses on the president can't help but not be responsible for that. Wasn't even the biggest elephant in the room. That he is for everybody. That may not be what he says all the time, but that's what he means. I think we all know about that great photo op he had in Washington, D.C. As a lot of people notice, he held the title of the Bible backwards, which was just out of respect, you know, for all religious creeds. So long, Donald Trump has used the Lord to convince his followers that what he is doing is right. The time has come for those people that follow President Trump to realize that he is a charlatan. Everybody thinks that. I don't know why that's the rhetoric. I keep telling you, everybody says he says these horrible things. He don't mean half of what he says. I already told you that. He means good stuff, so you gotta believe good things about people and believe good things about him because he's a good man. He is a, a, a duplicitous figure that is using their love of Jesus to, to, to support him. You know, had he shown the title of the Bible forwards, some religions may have taken that as a sign of disrespect, but Holding it backwards showed his respect for everyone. In fact, President Trump's insensitivity to Juneteenth. Juneteenth is the day before the rally, and I think something else happened that day, but I'm not real sure. Uh, hey, are we on the record or off the record? I think there was some sort of historic event that um, we don't usually celebrate or some people celebrate, but not other people celebrate. He has trouble counting. How do you think we actually got him to reschedule this? All he heard was Juneteenth. We kept it that way. You know, oh, Mr. President, it was just Juneteenth. You know, June 13th, June 14th, June 15th, June 16th, June 17th, June 18th, June 19th. 
and I think it had something to do with the Indians. That's why Tulsa's important. We told him June 20th just to make it, you know, simpler. And he just went, oh, okay. Was such a large elephant in the room that it created elephants outside the room. Not just the elephant of non-existent overflow crowds, but of large-scale Black Lives Matter protests and the president's reaction to them. I am the commander of the Oklahoma National Guard. The president has given clear signals about how he wants to dominate peaceful protests. Mention dominating protesters. See, that's the problem. You can't send people after people trying to peacefully protest. You know who a peaceful protester was? Jesus. Okay, look, off the record here is, look, if Jesus says something that Trump thinks is unfair, oh yeah, yeah, he's gassing Jesus. But we want to make sure that we have uh, uh, in control future President Trumps. He's totally gassing Jesus. He's he's not just gassing Jesus. He's got pepper spray with Jesus. Is Trump will never be gone. He will. Trump will be a a a stain on this country for decades and decades to come. So there will be more Trumps. You ever heard of this company called Blackstone? Just like in that movie, uh, Godzilla, starring um, Matthew Broderick. They, they killed Godzilla and you thought that the movie was over. They are a secret security company. These are all the ex-Special Forces people. Let me tell you about these guys. After you go and you're doing shooting out in like the Korean DMZ, you're not going to take a desk job somewhere. This is soldier of fortune stuff. They won't identify themselves, but believe me, these are the ex-seals. These, these guys are like lions on the Serengeti. They look at you and they own you. These, I, they scare the hell out of you. Only to find out that there were a bunch of baby Godzilla eggs buried under Madison Square Garden. And yet, despite the historical weight of COVID-19, civil unrest, and racial turmoil that have collided at Trump's Tulsa rally, or perhaps because of it, America's painful history seems as relevant to the discussion as our painful present. Well, you can go too far with just about anything, all right? There's a, there's a line that we can... We just don't want to cross. You don't want to erase history. And and we can maybe move some monuments. That'd be all right with us. But, you know, those military bases were named for great men. Maybe they didn't always stand for great things, but that ain't what they really meant. See, I got to tell you, you got to go by what they meant, not, not what actually happened. As a military man, I have a very different view of all those Confederate monuments in the South. Um, and that view was this, uh, they lost. Um, we had this um, similar conversation in Wagner County when they uh, wanted to put up a statue of Gargamel. Why the hell are you putting up statues for the losers? You put up statues for the winners. 
Gargamel, he spent all of his time trying to figure out how to kill and murder and eat Smurfs. Um, and he was never successful. Well, uh, you know, basically he wants all the, you know, as far as those 10 bases, he wants them all named Trump. I'm going to be part of history. I'm going to be there. You're going to see me on the news. I didn't get to have a prom. I didn't get to have a graduation. But I am going to get to have something. I'm going to be part of something, Dave. Just something. The president is obviously a student of history. And... The president, with his expansive knowledge of history, respects everything about history. They meant for everybody to be able to live their lives, okay, and be able to prosper. And, you know, slaves could prosper. And when you respect everything about history, you have to encompass all of history. And when you encompass all of history, you have to be careful when someone wants to change history because to change history means you're not encompassing the history that was encompassed by everyone's history. They could prosper too. They could, they could move up their ranks. They just had different ranks is what it was. So now you have two histories. Which history are you going to take? Well, the president believes that everybody should have one history. They meant for, for men to be able to run their businesses, and that was a big thing. So the president champions the one history that he believes will make America great. So let's all stick with the history of a great America. People think that history is just something to be played with and, and, and trifled with, like it's one of them Avenger movies. As long as we're still off the record here, we put on Watchmen, you know, the show from last year on HBO, because it gives a very graphic representation of the very unfortunate things that happened in Tulsa, right? And we try to explain it to them that way. Well, you can just make up your own history and timelines and just do whatever you want to. That's not what it is. Unfortunately now, there's going to be a big announcement at this rally in Tulsa called the Dr. Manhattan Initiative. These heroes that you love so much, they were raising up against America. They were killing other Americans. And after they lost, they still, still waved the flag of a loser. So just remember, you support them, you support the flag, supporting losers. Nobody likes the New Jersey generals. Everyone wants to be in behind the Harlem Globetrotters. America are the Harlem Globetrotters. The president isn't changing modern history and the president isn't supporting someone changing backward history, he's simply saying that the history that is right now be the history of now. You need to really keep your history. You see, there's three important parts of history. There's the then, there's the there, and then there's the now. 
And when people get there, they're not going to want to know about the now because the now becomes the then. So you have to keep the then. So when you're there, the now that has become the then is important for the there. So right now, let's keep history the same. I think that we've, we've rewritten history enough times already. If we could just come together and pick one and stick with it, I think we'll be all right. I have family that were stationed uh, at Fort Gordon, one of the one of the bases that are in question. Let's make monuments to the people who are alive today. Those guys are dead. We don't even know who they are. And my solution would be: you don't change history without changing history a bit. So I would say you just put a NASCAR right there in front of the gates of that base. And it will still be Fort Gordon, but it will be named after NASCAR legend, Jeff Gordon. I would like to see monuments made to, I don't know, um, Jason Momoa and maybe Brad Pitt. So you will have your Confederate lovers still in their minds thinking that it was still named after a Confederate general. Get over it, son. Y'all off. We shall overcome someday. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature featuring Whole World Improv Theater, produced by Dave Baldwin. With my Whole World Improv friends, John Mahalik, Serena Stone, and Daniel Clanton. Please check out BarelyAudibleWhisper.com and go ahead and check out WholeWorldTheater.com and their YouTube channel and all the other cool stuff that they got going on. We all appreciate your support.